Today's episode is brought to you by Mellon Management and Consulting. That's M.Ellen Management and Consulting, specializing in innovation, execution, and results. You can reach Mellon at M-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-I-O-N.com. That's Melevation.com. Enjoy the show. My name is Maggie and I just happen to be black Could've named this black Margaret Ellen But ain't nobody saying all that I get to sit and talk to smart people That might be my friends All to get a greater understanding of how oppression might end But I don't always talk about business Because edges they matter too So do credit scores and homesteading And how to find a good shoe I just want the space to be good for us And it's something that we own I ain't gonna talk y'all to death I just want us all to grow Black Maggie Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Black Maggie podcast. The vibe for the day is Clear Quartz. Now, the story with Clear Quartz is that it aids in concentration and unlocks memory. It stimulates the immune system and brings the body into balance. It harmonizes the chakras and aligns the subtle bodies. And so today's topic is vision ownership so my motivational speech is remember how you felt when the idea or the venture or the business first came to you and remember how excited you were and remember how even though it was just a moment of clarity that you could see the beginning, the middle, and the end, and it all made sense, and it was worth investing, it was worth your time, it was worth your money, and you were all about it. But as you walk this thing down, somewhere you let something dim your light, even if it was just a little bit. But it belongs to you, nobody else. So... Keep that fire burning for the vision that belongs to you. And don't let anything take it away. So, uh, I got a chance to fire my producer for a little bit. So, it's just us this time. For real, it's just me and you. And I was thinking about some of the things that have happened to me throughout the course of my entrepreneurial life. So for backstory, there's some people that follow me on other platforms and other things that I've done. Um, But those of you that don't know, my first shot at entrepreneurship was in my childhood. And in that time frame, I um, I've done everything from uh, I used to flip cookies from this place called Raised Meats. My granny used to let me take my allowance and uh, figure out how much of it I needed to spend to get product and how much of it I needed to spend for packaging. And I would go buy these cookies. Um, like they were like the pre-made dough, bake them, package them up, put them in a little container and sell them at school, which was highly illegal. I didn't have any business doing that, but that was my first taste of learning how to do it. Um, which led to my dad putting me in entrepreneurship camp at 12 over the summer, one summer that I, I think it was either in a time that I didn't compete 
um, for karate or I don't know exactly when it was, but I had time um, and I worked in this program. And then at the end, we did um, a hot dog stand. Right. And I remember being um, so sure that the thing that I was going to do when I became an adult was work for myself and that was going to be it and I was I wasn't going to get a job I wasn't going to work for anyone I wasn't going to do any of these things and then life hit me in the mouth right um so many different things came up right with figuring out because I knew that I needed to get an education the, the the thing that I used to say when I was younger is like I want to know how to do everything so that way whenever it's time to hire somebody to do it I know if they're doing it right Right. So my background is in IT. My degrees are in uh, legal and business. And I feel like that's kind of the foundation of a lot of businesses. Um, but I've also got trades that I've gone to school for. And you all will meet some of the people um, that were responsible for my education in that space and really uh, gave me an opportunity to hone crafts several. Um but I remember being so sure that that was going to be the thing that I did and nothing was going to get in the way. And then I let things get in the way because it felt like um, if I did not bend or pivot or adjust to the times that um, in the long run, I would never get to see my dream. Right. So I know that there's some people that are in a space where it's like you don't want to let go of the security that you have in whatever your situation may be that you, you know, that's your full-time thing that you do, but you have this passion project on your heart and you want to be able to give that to the world, you know, show them what it is that, that you have to offer. Um, and life is hitting you. And I just want you to know that that happens to everyone. The thing that you you always want to pivot for, um, we talk about it's about surviving and thriving, right? So the survival part has to happen. You have to make it. A lot of stories that I used to hear when I was coming up is, you know, people talking about how, oh, I was homeless and I was this and this and that. And like for some people that works, for some people, they can survive homelessness. For others... That's not the case. I don't think that, you know, I don't think that I was in a situation that I could survive true homelessness, right? I have been between homes before, but I've never been outside, praise the Lord. And I don't know that I would have been able to sustain because one, my blood sugar drops. Little simple things that things that you don't think about, you know, but my blood sugar drops. I don't believe that I would make it not having access to something that keeps me from turning into the Hulk. Because that's what happens when my blood sugar drops. I turn into the Hulk and then I end up either asleep somewhere if I can't get to some food um, and just no good and someone has to come and assist me. Um, or I'm like, I, I'm fighting until I can get to the food. Nobody needs that, right? So I was never in a position where I could say, you know what, I'm going to go for broke. I'm going to do this if I got to lose everything. That was not one of the options that were on the table for me. And, you know, I think that people hear the story of people that are so inspirational like Tyler Perry. 
and others um, that we forget like some things. Tyler Perry is not small, right? He's not like some five foot tall person. He's not a woman, right? And so then there are certain things that he was able to do in deciding that he wanted to be um, so dedicated to his craft that he could let, you know, everything else fall down around him. And it was just about that. There's a certain safety in being a man that, you know, that allows for that to happen. But this space that we share is about surviving and thriving as a black woman in America. And the thought of the number of us that are missing right now that nobody is looking for. And the thought of, you know, um, what we endure just on the streets. That's not easy to say. So here's a realistic thing. Keep your job. Give yourself at least an hour every single day. Don't take any days off from from this thing I'm getting ready to tell you. One hour every single day, one thing for your dream. If it's you wrote a page, if it's you... Um, you started a website. What if it's you, you know, you did an interview for someone else's thing that's going to help you build your resume, whatever it is, one hour every day. And you will start to see things materialize and you'll start to, you know, get some things in place so that the vision that you were so excited about can actually become a thing. Right. I look at like developing this podcast has been so much fun and I'm really excited for um, the people that get a chance to listen to not just these times when it's just me and you, but the people that get to listen to the people that that I have learned from in this season. Um, I selected a group of women that. I find inspirational one way or another, but also they're hilarious. And so um, the moments that they have given me their time or, um, you know, their ears and giving me good advice or giving me good information, I'm looking forward to sharing that with you because hopefully that will help you um, take ownership of your vision. Here's another thing I want to touch on. I am the type of person that I am not afraid to try several things because be clear, my vision was ownership. My vision was never one particular business or one particular field of of endeavor. My vision was to participate in commerce as, you know, independently one way or another. And so you have to make sure that if you're the type of person that has an entrepreneurial spirit like like I do, and if you have the spirit to try and see, that you don't let someone come in and tell you that, oh, well, you need to just pick one thing. Oh, well, you need to just, you know, focus on whatever it is. Because here's the secret that I'm going to tell you. A lot of the times the people that just want you to do one thing or they want you to focus on, you know, one Um, avenue or one lane are people that just simply cannot see the big picture and so it's not that they are bad or counterproductive because it's not that they're telling you bad advice because it's solid 
advice, right? Because that's how you get to a thing. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, right? It makes sense. But you have to be able to get at a bird's eye view and at like ant level. And you have to be able to work in between those two things because your vision, it's a full thing. It's a 360 um, you know, idea, image, whatever. It, it's a whole thing. And so you have to know it when you see it. And you have to be able to get on all sides of it. And you have to know what things are going to be useful for that thing. Imagine me trying to record my own podcast if I never decided to be an IT in the Navy. Right. And I never knew how to navigate software that I've never seen before. I've actually been a software trainer. So like so these things that I was like getting into in my younger years serve me now because there's not a piece of software that I can't figure out. Right. And also, I know how to ask for help from people that know what they're talking about because I've been in company with so many different people that are experts in their field, right? And I call them when I don't know. And I'm not afraid to say, I don't know. Don't be afraid to shift and pivot and flex and bend and move because that's what it takes to see. Like if you were looking at a sphere, right? In order to see the bottom of it, you got to crouch down. In order to see the top of it, you got to get up above it. You have to get all the way around it. Don't be afraid to move. Sometimes you're learning things or you're pursuing things that aren't necessarily fruitful, but they are useful, right? And that's a part of like, you own that vision. It's yours. You're responsible for cultivating it. You're responsible for giving it all of the patches and fixes that it needs in order to become a reality. Right? So I have a a consulting business that I have on the side, um, on the side of the side of the side, right? Um, But I have a consulting business that I run that, you know, basically it's the transformation of thoughts into things and what I attempt to do and I say that because I don't feel like I'm the absolute best um in getting other people to see what I see right but what I attempt to do is give people the templates that I use to achieve you know to get to the point of execution I can get to day one of anything. I can get to day one of anything and I can get the profit of anything. Can I maintain the passion to do it for 30, 40 years? Maybe not, but everybody's got the thing that they're good at. I know my competitive advantage because I own my vision and my vision is bigger than any one project, than any one um employment opportunity than any one, um, you know, opportunity to serve. It's bigger than that. So, I mean, I don't know. I always said that I didn't want to get too preachy on this thing. And hopefully you don't feel like that. Hopefully it feels like we're just friends talking about, you know, doing something different with our lives. And hopefully you feel motivated to, you know, find some people to tell, shut up sometimes. (laughs) You know what I mean? That 
because I, I think that that's another thing. Like, you think about social media and you think about um, the influence of other people's opinions on how we show up. You got to turn that noise off because you have to make sure that you are in your own vibe and you're riding your own wave to get to you know the place that your vision is a reality so i am excited because um i've been able to find a couple of independent artists to share their craft and so i'm gonna close out on one of them um and when it cuts in that'll be when you know who it is Until the next time that we have an opportunity to sit together and talk, thank you for listening to the Black Maggie podcast. Take care. And once again, thank you for listening to Black Maggie podcast. Today's selection comes from J.A. Bilderberg featuring Southside Biggs, and it's called Nikki Beyonce. The song premiered on September 19th, 2020, and you can find it on YouTube. Once again, that is J.A. Bilderberg, Nikki Beyonce. Uh, Nikki, Nikki, it's time for new flavor. Oh, yeah. Time for new flavor in the air, right? Uh, Nikki, Beyonce, 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 Beyonce, Nikki, Beyonce, Nikki, Beyonce, Nikki, Beyonce, Nikki, Beyonce, 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 Beyon